What is up, guys? Combat Addict here. Welcome to another edition of My Mouth Does the Talking, the regular podcast where we just talk about regular shit and don't worry too much about the contents niche. It has been a long week, I will not deny. It has been a long week, but that's all right because now, at least where I live, we get a long weekend. So, that is awesome. Um, but I'm really not going to do shit anyways. <laughs> I'm going to watch the fights tonight. And then fuck off. Maybe go grocery shopping on Sunday. And I don't know. Do a voodoo ritual on Monday or some shit. And then just go get back to everything on Tuesday. That's what's going to happen. Alright, so that's my plan. First thing I want to talk about, let's just, let's just start with something light. Something light, because I feel like we're going to get pretty heavy today. But, the first thing I wanted to talk about is, um... There's this thing that people do, and look, I just want to just preface all of this by saying, if you do this, you know, I don't have a problem with you, Right? There's nothing about you fundamentally that irks me, okay? I just feel that this behavior is <laughs> strange and pointless. And so many people do it. And I imagine that almost all of you are going to be doing, doing it at some point in time in your life. But... It seems that people think that there's some value to posting pictures of their child's ultrasound, of their baby's ultrasound, onto Instagram or wherever. I mean, just even keeping the ultrasound and showing it to people. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you guys. That ultrasound isn't for anybody but you and your family. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. <laughs> I didn't go to med school. I didn't take the time to figure out how the fuck I'm supposed to interpret what that white blob in that black mass is on a fucking ultrasound. Okay? <laughs> I didn't do that. So when you post that to Instagram, the most I think is, oh, that person has got a 21-year commitment on their hands. Okay? And I just move to the next thing. I mean, congratulations also. Like, I'm happy for you or whatever. But that is not the stage at which I want to see that baby. And once again, I'm not saying, like, fuck you or fuck your baby, man. I understand that people get offended by things like this. Like, what, you don't care about my baby's ultrasound? Fuck you! Look, man. All I'm saying is, if you just wait, like, six months... And then take a picture of the baby. I'll give more of a shit. Like, I still won't give as many shits 
it's not my baby. I really don't fucking care. But at the very least, <laughs> at the very least, I'll look at it and be like, oh, that's a cute baby. Or, or maybe it's a fucked up baby. And I'll be like, oh, that's nice that you love it anyways. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But my point is that, look, man. I care more about actual baby pictures than ultrasounds. Ultrasounds are super premature. Super premature. Like you sent you put a picture of an ultrasound on Instagram and I don't even I don't even look at it. Like has anybody seen a picture of an ultrasound on Instagram and like really taken the time to like just go through every detail of the ultrasound? Has anyone done that? Has anyone seen an ultrasound and they're like, oh yeah, no, like, I can totally see every component of the baby and it all makes sense to me. I mean, the one that I did see this week, I was like, oh, I guess I can kind of see a baby in there, but man, that's just, it's just, it's just premature. And I don't know when they do the ultrasounds, but it would be really fucked up if you posted a picture of an ultrasound and then had a miscarriage. That would be fucked. Not saying that you would then be an asshole for posting a picture of the ultrasound. All I'm saying is that that would be really fucked up. And now that I'm thinking about it, that probably wouldn't happen. By the time you can do an ultrasound, you're probably not going to have a miscarriage. I mean, like the chances of that happening are pretty unlikely. The only reason I said that, though, is because I was thinking about Mariah Carey and Ellen DeGeneres. And how Mariah Carey outed Ellen DeGeneres on her show. Uh, because she was like, oh, there are rumors that you're pregnant, Mariah. And Mariah was like, Ellen, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not pregnant. And then Ellen was like, oh, well, then you won't mind drinking this champagne, will you? And Mariah Carey was like, oh, my fucking God. I can't believe Ellen is forcing me to either poison my baby or tell the world that I'm pregnant. So of course, Mariah Carey, being a responsible mother, didn't drink the champagne, and Ellen DeGeneres goes, you're pregnant, ah! And it's like fun and exciting for everybody in the audience because for whatever reason, when a woman says that they're pregnant, like every other woman is like, oh my fucking God, she's pregnant! And like they freak the fuck out. Which, I mean like, I imagine that that's some female shit that I will just never understand. I imagine I just won't get it. I don't know, like, I'm not a sexist person, but there's just something about women and babies. There is a there is a feeling they get when they think about baby that I imagine is just so overwhelming that they, they, they almost scream. It's some evolutionary shit that they just cannot help. And... I honestly don't fucking understand it because when I think of like my, if my friend's like, oh, I'm having a kid, I'm, I'm almost like, I almost take my hat off <laughs> and like put it on my chest and I'm like, you were a good man. <laughs> my condolences. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But if he's not married or anything like that and like he's, he's just, he just got somebody knocked up, that is 100% the reaction. Like almost every time I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Although I don't have any really close friends who have been through that. I just know people who have been through that. And every time I feel bad for them, I'm like, man, 
you were not ready for this. But um, maybe that's how women react to it too. If a woman's not ready for it, to be honest with you. Um, but my my point basically is just this: like, guys are usually just like, "Congratulations, man!" But also like, "Holy fuck, man!" Like your life is literally over. Like you, like you have you have to get your shit together as much as possible for this kid, so that they don't blame you for every fucking mistake that they've ever made in their life. By the time they hit eighteen, like. You can't drink on Tuesdays anymore, Greg. You need to have your fucking shit in line. That's like, that's like the feeling I get. Like, even if somebody is ready for it, it's like, holy fuck. But for women, man, it's like, they're just, they're just endlessly excited. Like, they don't care about any of the inconveniences or risks or any of that shit. They're just like so fucking happy. So these women are all freaking out. They're like, oh my God. Yes, Mariah Carey. Yes. Thank fuck you're pregnant. Um, and then Mariah Carey had a miscarriage. And uh, I guess my point was something like, and I, I mean this isn't my point now because I don't I don't know if you can even have an ultrasound at that stage where it's like not even you know visible like the babe the bump in the belly but. Uh, I guess my point was something like maybe posting that <clears throat> that photo is not uh, the greatest idea if it's not obvious that you're pregnant yet. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was starting with something light, but uh, that's just how my brain brain works. I don't know. I think of I think of pretty awful awful scenarios and things. There are so many times where, like, I'm having conversations with people and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this this situation is completely harmless and I shouldn't worry about it. And then my mind is like, well, it could go completely, terribly, horribly and utterly wrong in this specific way. And I should insert that into the conversation just as a con like just as a piece of dialogue to include, not because I'm trying to scare you or anything. That's not what it is. I just have like catastrophic scenario syndrome and i can just think of like the worst fucking thing that you could do or that could happen with 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 a situation and my brain is just limited in the sense that it's like oh well that's what i thought of so i guess that's what i'm gonna say now um which leads to to uh, like just awkward situations but um Yeah, man, that's what I was uh, thinking. Maybe you shouldn't put ultrasounds up because your baby might die. <laughs> what a stupid set of thoughts that is. Um, look, man, my whole point was just that I, I, I want to see a full baby. That's really the original point, you know. Maybe forget about that, but the original point is like I want to see a real baby, not a black and white baby on paper. Okay, give me a real baby to look at. All right, you need to fucking stop with this black and white baby bullshit. Okay, I don't care about ultrasounds. I don't know who does, but I don't. If you're posting it just because like you've got a big family and you don't want to have to send it to all of them individually, so you just posted it on Instagram so that all of your family members could see it and it isn't really for everybody else, okay that makes sense. Like if it's just for the people who are really close to you and like, you don't want to have to take the time to send it to everyone. That makes sense. You know, 
And I just, I didn't really think of that beforehand. So in that sense, like, you're not even posting it because you want, like, a bunch of randos who you don't even talk to to see it. You know what I mean? Because you think they'll think it's cool. Because that's honestly, like, half of Instagram, isn't it? Aren't you just posting things because there are going to be a bunch of human beings who have nothing to do with you who are going to like it and maybe even comment on it, right? That's like, that's like a lot of what Instagram is. Um, but if that's not why you're doing it, then fuck it, man. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyways, man, speaking of Ellen DeGeneres, apparently she's like fucking horrible. Apparently, Ellen DeGeneres is like an evil cunt. Like, there are just countless examples of her treating people like shit. Uh, like, somebody said hi to her, and she freaked out. Like, how dare you say hi to me? And she had a guest on her show, and she didn't even greet her. And she made a joke about only knowing the white colleagues' names at her workplace. Implying that none of the ethnic individuals are important enough to have names worth remembering. And, uh... Yeah, her whole slogan is, be kind. And she does none of that. Um, this is something that this YouTuber named Kavos sort of hit home. I'll probably link to that video in the description. I love Kavos. He's a good guy. Or at least he seems like a good guy. I don't know if he's another Ellen DeGeneres, but I doubt it. Um, and he, uh, he, he nails it down pretty well. He's got like three videos about her and I would say the second and the third are the best. I would just watch those two. I haven't even seen the first one, but anyways, man, apparently she's like fucking evil. And, uh, I guess my whole question would just be, like, my thought process when I'm hearing about all of these awful things that Ellen did, and, like, just go look it up. Like, if you haven't, like, seen or heard of any of this, just look it up or check out the video in the description. My whole thought process is just, like, okay, at what point did Ellen become like that? Or has Ellen always been like that? That's what I want to know. And I'm going to say something, and honestly, most of you are going to be like, Shut the fuck up, LeVar. Like, we will literally crucify you. Why are you trying to defend Ellen right now? And I'm not trying to defend Ellen, okay? I just have a theory about some of the stuff that they talked about. Ellen is a piece of shit. That's my actual opinion. But specifically, the whole saying hi thing, like to her colleagues or coworkers or whatever... I wonder if, and I'm not saying that this is, like, justifiable, because honestly, it's like you're famous, like, you just need to deal with the fact that you need to say hi to everybody, okay? That's a part of your, like, job, your existence. Like, what, you want to be famous and have all the money and not have to say hi? Fuck you, you have to do that. What I'm saying is this, I'm wondering if some of these things developed over time. Like, maybe she just is, like, really, really shitty, right? Right now, you know what I'm saying? And was only maybe like kind of shitty beforehand. Maybe. I want to know if perhaps celebrity and fame and notoriety contributed to her shittiness. So, like, she doesn't say hi to any of, like, the fucking colleagues that work there for, like, the first couple years that they, they work there, apparently. Right? Like, she doesn't even acknowledge them. 
And um, the one colleague that she did acknowledge for saying hi, she like freaked out on them and told them like, don't acknowledge, don't look at me, like don't talk to me, whatever, whatever, whatever. It seems that Ellen is like really seriously, you know, about serious about people talking to her on her terms. She doesn't want to talk to you unless she is talking to you. Like do not spoke unless spoken to. Now this rule could not have always existed. Like this, this, this attitude that she has, there's no way she like woke, like woke up before all of this success, before all of this fame and was like, I am not going to talk to any human beings unless I decide to talk to them first. Something had to have happened there. And this is what I think happened. Okay. She's fucking Ellen DeGeneres, right? So could it be the case that people are siphoned in and out of her show so regularly that she sees new faces all the time. And because she's Ellen, they all want to talk to her and take up her time, which she doesn't have. So, and she's also kind of realized that people don't actually give a shit about her so much as they give a shit about her persona which is this Ellen person that they see on TV or something like that. Like they don't really know her at all. And so perhaps she's over time just become resentful of the entire like, Hey, good morning. How are you? Hi, hi, good morning. Hello. Hi, hi to, to like every single person who works on her show because there's like hundreds of them and they'll all recognize Ellen right away. And it's like, Imagine if you just had to walk down a hallway and say hi like 300 times every single day. Maybe that's why that came to be. Now, mind you, I would say that that's not really a justification at all. Because, I mean, like you don't have to be fucking rude to everybody. And just because people are, you know, somebody is new and you don't think that they're going to last very long, that doesn't mean that you just don't say anything to them. I mean, if that's really how you feel, you could like let everybody know before they even get hired. Like you need to understand that like Ellen, like just explain that to the entire crew. Like, hey guys, I honestly am just, I, I know all of you and all of you really want to talk to me all the time because I'm fucking Ellen, but like, I, I really just need my space sometimes. So some days, like, I may not, you know, look at you or acknowledge you, but it's not because I don't like you or anything like that. It's just because I get kind of overwhelmed. You know what I mean? If she said that, I don't think everyone would be like, Ellen has a toxic work environment. I think they would all just be like, honestly, like, she just doesn't, like, she can't handle all of this fucking, like, constant attention. Like, she literally has to be on for an entire show, something like every day. And so she's just like not into that. If that really was the case, I feel like that would have been the move to make. Not to just like treat everybody like shit. Although I can't really talk though because I have had things happen to me or people do things to me. And I'm just like, you know what? Like fuck every human being alive. Just fuck them all. I have had that thought. Like I just, I've just been so frustrated with everything that I'm just like, there are no rules. No one is a good person. No one deserves my, 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 my time or my kindness or my sympathy. I hate you all. Like that has actually been a thought.
that I've had. So I can't even talk. I'm imagining that something like this can happen to all sorts of people, right? Now, I was thinking that, like, it's either, like, some, it's either, like, a combination of that and then Ellen just actually being a piece of shit because she's making, like, racial jokes about her employees in front of, like, other employees. Like, that's just fucking awful. But, like, I don't know how you could explain how that took place over time other than to say she's just got prejudices or insensitive jokes for people. Um, so, like, once again, it's probably a mix of that and, like, she's actually just a shitty person, right? Or she's just 100% shitty person, um, which is probably more likely considering, like, all the other stuff that people do talk about. Um, it's, but, but I was going to say, it's probably less likely that theory that I had, and more likely that she's actually just, like, a crappy human being, or she's, like, every other human being who just got, like, lots of power. Lots and lots of power. Because, like, think about it. You're Ellen fucking DeGeneres. I don't even watch Ellen's show. And I know her name. Like, off by heart. It's not even an easy name. DeGeneres? Who the fuck has that name? Like, when you have that much wealth and fame and authority and power i feel like almost inevitably you will become or not everyone but most people will just become pieces of shit like i know for a fact that like someone like me for example right when i was young like, I needed consequences. If I didn't have any consequences, like, I just, I was just shitty. You know what I mean? And as I've grown older, like, I've been able to curb that part of myself. You know, I have power, I have capabilities, but I choose not to use them. Because it's wrong to use them. Right? Like, even last night, because I, I have walked away from three fights, at least in my life, because I thought it was the responsible thing to do. Not because I wanted to walk away from the fights, but because I thought the consequences for getting in this fight, whether I win or lose, are just not going to be worth it. Now, if I ever walked away from a fight, it would be because the consequences of winning this fight, because I actually know how to fight, are also not going to be worth it. But it's also unfair to the person who I would be fighting for me to just whoop their ass like this. But last night, and I didn't like really seriously, I mean... When I thought about it, I concluded that this would be the wrong thing to do. But my my friend said something like, so basically my, my roommate walks into the kitchen and I had just done a bunch of bag work, right? I haven't done bag work in so long. Finally did some bag work last night. And let me tell you guys, it was very satisfying. It was very good. I really enjoyed myself. Um... 
I felt loose. I felt just fucking good, man. Just when your shoulders feel like fucking pendulums swinging around. You know what I mean? That kind of good. And um, my my roommate walks into the kitchen and just just because just because I want to have some fun with him, just because I'm feeling loose, just because I'm feeling good. I throw up a sidekick, a high sidekick. Really, it was more like a fucking 45-degree angle kick. Straight up, like, a foot and a half from his face. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, you would have knocked me out, like, clean if that landed. And I was like, I amen, probably. And he was like, I would hate to be the person that, that pisses you off. And I go, hey, well, you know, I've kind of concluded that if somebody on the street spits in my face, I'm sort of allowed to hit them. Now, this is the first thing. <sighs> Thinking about it now, I don't even know if that statement is really true. Because I always said that I want to get to a place where somebody could spit in my face and I wouldn't do anything about it. But I've realized... That there's a level of respect that I need to have for myself with respect to things like this. So right now I'm in a place where I'm struggling with the idea of being responsible with for my capabilities and also respecting myself. I mean like completely dissolving your ego to the point where someone can spit in your face. Maybe that's the wrong thing to do. This is what I'm thinking. Anyways. And he goes, hey, man, well, you know, spitting in somebody, somebody spitting in your face, technically that's assault. And uh, I go, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, you should just you should just uh, go down to uh, this this rough part of our, our neighborhood down downtown. You should just go downtown and, and wait for some asshole to start beating on his girlfriend and then just run over and fuck him up. And he's joking, I imagine. But there's a part of me that thinks that he's serious as well. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I should do that. And there's a part of my brain for a, for a moment, for a moment, that took the, the, the thought seriously. And I was like, huh. Maybe I should do that. But then I thought about it for like <clears throat> two minutes and I came to the conclusion again that like first off that's that's literally looking for trouble a b it is a situation where like I would completely mangle someone who doesn't know any martial arts at all. And that's exactly my point like or has been my point the entire time that like with great power comes great responsibility. Like I need to be responsible <laughs> with my with my capabilities. I can't just go out into the street looking for a reason to fuck somebody up. Right? Like this has always kind of been what I was saying. And to sort of keep integrity with that, it's like that would not be the right thing to do. Now it kind of sucks in the sense that it's like those fights that I walked away from, looking back on them now, 
Some of them I think I shouldn't have. Some of them I think I should have just done something about what had happened to me. I was punched in the ribs by someone once. And I walked away from that fight. And my whole thing is it's like, okay, at what point are you doing yourself a disservice by walking away from a fight? At what point are you disrespecting yourself? And maybe there is no point. The way I used to feel about fights is that there's like, even though they, they arguably it would be fun, it would be kind of cool to, you know, get into a fist fight. The truth is like the only reason that you want to get into that fist fight is because you're allowing your ego to dictate what you will and will not stand for. But if you put that in the back seat and completely control yourself, then that's not an issue. And I find that the reason that I wish I fought those people now is because my ego is looking back on that like, man, you not only could have gotten away with that, but you looked like a complete bitch. And for some reason, I care about that. Now, it takes a lot of strength to fucking walk away from a fight. Especially when you actually want to fucking hit the person. But I don't know, man. It's almost like I just don't even look at it like that anymore. I, I look at it now and I'm just like... Those were experiences I could have had, win or lose, that I will never have. Never have the opportunity to have. I'm I'm pretty old now. I couldn't just fight somebody on the street. That's a bad. That's bad. That's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like when you sit, like in the moment when you're just talking shit with your friend, like you just say whatever, right? But when you actually sit down and you think about it, you're like, okay, I can't just do that. Like I could not just do that. But it's an it's but it, it is it is an experience that I just haven't really had. I have never been in a proper fight. Like a, like I've just never been in one. I've I mean sure you get into like little scuffles when you're like a kid, but I'm talking like grown ass man like proper fight never. Never. And it's weird because now that I'm older and I've done whatever training I've done and I know like how to fight to a degree, I'm not fucking Bruce Lee. I'm sitting there like now the only place that I could ever even do that is in a controlled ring like environment. Which really isn't a problem for me. I would do that. I don't really care. But. I don't know, man. Maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe, maybe that's what you need to do. What you need to do. Is risk some CTE. 
and get it out of your system. Maybe that's what you need to do. I don't even know where I'm going with this, man. The whole conversation makes me uncomfortable now. But the fact that I even seriously considered that last night, not in the way where it was like, okay, I'm going to go do it right now, but in the way where I was like, what, what, why, why wouldn't I do that? Like, why wouldn't I go downtown and wait for some scumbag to do something awful and then intervene? Why wouldn't I do that? The fact that I had to like, think about that for a second is kind of concerning. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, you, you, you kind of like, you got past this thing. And the fact that you even had a thought like that is, is, uh, just sort of startling. But the most I will say is that I was just in the moment talking shit with my friend. We were just being goofy and whatever. And, you know, I thought about it for like two minutes and then I was like, oh, no, what the fuck? Like, I can't do that. That's not, that doesn't align with everything that I have said and done up until this point. So I will say basically that I have this power now and because I have this power, I'm trying to be, or I will be, because you have to speak in my absolutes when it comes to stuff like that, but I will be responsible with it, right? For a moment there, though, there was a moment of, a, I don't know what you would call, like, you know, mental doubt or something like that. And I imagine that Ellen DeGeneres must just have, like, a lot of that. Must just, like, she's got so much power that she doesn't feel any kind of way. She doesn't feel any kind of way about just being mean to people and, and forcing them to chew gum before they talk to her. And she is not responsible with the power that she has. She wants all of the power. She wants all of the power, but none of the negative things that come with that or nothing that will make her uncomfortable. If she's uncomfortable, like I imagine that she's uncomfortable talking to people or having people talk to her or something, right? That's gotta be why she's doing all of this to her colleagues and employees where they can't even speak to her. Unless she's just so fucked up, maybe it has nothing to do with power, maybe whether or not she had power, whether or not she was a millionaire, she would be doing this to people that she could do it to, then that's just sad because Ellen DeGeneres is then just like genuinely a piece of shit at the moment. I don't know how you would change her at the age that she is, but then that would be the saddest scenario that it has nothing to do with like the power that she she's attained. It has nothing to do with the experiences that she has had as a famous person, but it just has everything to do with her innately as a human being being shitty. That would be sad. That would be really sad. Anyways, man, it's good that she's being exposed. I like exposing people. Um, I think that exposing people, it's like the, it's the most efficient form of punishment, I think. Because there's people, I really think that there are people who like, they pretend to be one way 
you know, in front of people in another way when they're not in front of people and they don't really think about how fucked up that is. Um, probably because they haven't been forced to reflect on it. But when you expose a human being and they realize immediately how embarrassed they are about this part of themselves that's being shown to the world, they have no choice but to face the ugliness inside of them. Like they can no longer hide from it and pretend that it doesn't exist. They must reflect on it because they've just had such a visceral reaction to everyone else's observation of them that they've got to figure out what it is that they're reacting to. And inevitably they will conclude that what they are reacting to is the fact that they're a hypocrite or that they're <clears throat> um, a phony or whatever. And it's at that point that people will start to treat them differently. But not only that, they will realize that th this, 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 this life, this double life that they're living is no longer sustainable. And they are going to have to go back and figure out what they did wrong. Hopefully. I think it's probably like the best way to 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 get someone to change is just expose them so that not only will everyone else sort of hold them accountable for what they did but they will then sort of force themselves to be like well I never want to experience this again and honestly um everyone is right you know what I mean like I I've been horrible and awful and whatever and just been getting away with it this entire time. And people really will just get away with something like that. Like Ellen wasn't going to change. You know what I mean? Like think about it like this. How do you think corruption works, right? You think somebody's corrupt one time and then they're just never corrupt again? You know? Do you think you think a a a, a stock trader or whatever, or I don't know, like a finance individual, like finds these loopholes in, 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 in laws or, or somebody who does like a Ponzi scheme or something. What do you think they do the Ponzi scheme for one year, make enough money to, to set themselves up and then they stop? No, because they're getting away with it. So they're just going to continue to keep getting away with it because that's, that's just the way humans are. They're just greedy. They just want more. You can't quell that. So if you get away with it once, you're going to try to get away with it as many times as possible. And, and you never think it's going to end until somebody fucking catches you. And um, it's only when people are caught, I believe, that they even like think to begin to change. Which kind of brings to my mind the thought that like most people, I, th I imagine, are not just... Or at least a lot of people are not just good to be good. Like there have got to be a lot of people who uh, who are just good because they they've they've sort of had no choice but to look at the ugliness of their actions, and they've had to deal with consequences. And if Ellen DeGeneres changes from this point on. That's why she changes. It's not because Ellen DeGeneres is now a good person. Like, I don't think that that's really what it is. I think it's like, well, Ellen DeGeneres experienced shame 
and pain and hurt and has concluded that it is better to live life this way, the good way. But that has nothing to do with Ellen DeGeneres integrally being a good person and everything to do with Ellen DeGeneres not wanting to deal with consequences. That's what I think. But, you know, what the fuck do I know? Um... I don't even know what the fuck I've been saying. I have really just been rambling. And that's what this that's what this podcast is about. That is what my mouth does the talking is. It's just me rambling about shit that I think about. That's what it is. Anyways, man, I don't know how much of that made sense, but the last thing I want to talk about today is um social circles and how you deal with with problems um with those people in those circles so i so for those of you who who know a little background about me i deleted all of my regular social media I noticed that 99.9999999% of the people on my social media didn't talk to me, didn't know me, didn't hang out with me, didn't have anything to do with me. Even my, my best friend became distant and far away from me and uh i mean there's got to be some responsibility on my part for that happening but my point is basically that i felt as if my social media was this individual who didn't really exist you know there's this guy combat because you, you don't need to know my real, real name right now but there's this guy combat online and he's got all these friends and none of them talk to him and he doesn't post any pictures on Instagram and he doesn't tweet and he doesn't put anything on Facebook really or if he does put something on Facebook not really many people even acknowledge it or give a shit about it and he spends all of his time scrolling for what reason it doesn't matter that he doesn't know he's looking at pictures of all these individuals that he really doesn't know he hasn't seen this person in two years, hasn't seen this person in five years, doesn't talk to them, never even really talked to them before. Why is he following them? Why is he looking at the, this picture of them in a bikini? Why is he looking at them of this picture of them holding a fish? Why? What purpose? What value does this thing that he has bring to his life? And the answer was none. Like, the answer was no value. This was before I, I started. This is before I got this equipment and stuff. This is before I really got the channel started and running. This is before all that. This is at a time in my life where everything and anything that I did was about MMA. I was like, I don't care about anything except getting into a cage. This was that time in my life which literally was like a couple months ago. 
So, this was like right at the beginning of quarantine, I'm pretty sure, too. Where I was really alone. Like, really, really, truly, properly alone. And just thinking, like, what a waste of my time social media is. Especially when I don't have anyone to communicate with on that social media. And I had cut off a couple of friends because I thought that they were treating me in ways that would indicate that they either didn't want to be my friend or that they didn't respect me as a friend. And I, man, I cut off everyone. Everyone. It was a very dark time. Anyways, man, I deleted all of my social media and it's gone forever. I will never have those Instagram accounts, the Twitter account, the Snapchat account. That's all gone. Any social media that I have now is in reference to this channel. And that's the only reason that I got social media again. Because of this channel. And so... I was... There's a part of me that wonders, like, what part of this was my fault, right? The fact that I didn't talk to any of these people, that I didn't know any of these people, that wasn't social media's fault. That was my fault. You know, I didn't reach out to any of these individuals. I didn't go to these people's parties. I mean, even though, you know, I, I wasn't always <clears throat> capable of doing so, but... My friends, whatever disagreements I had with them didn't warrant me cutting them off completely. I mean, I have problems trusting people, but when you look back on the situation, you wonder, you know, was I just being too harsh? Especially in the context of, of what's, you know feasible you know you assume oh they did this because they feel this and this and this about me none of that's 100% true maybe some of it's a little bit true but you never talk to somebody about it how do you know but here's the thing okay say that you are at a party and you're with your friend and your friend takes every opportunity that they can get to interrupt you when you're sharing something. You notice this. You notice this and at some point in the party, this is just an example of like what it could be. At some point in the party or whatever, you say something to your friend and they just completely ignore you. You conclude in your mind that this person isn't really your friend. They've invited you to this party as for some weird joke. Like either they want to make fun of you or just they brought you along so that other people can make fun of you. Or they, they, they have some weird narcissistic superiority complex 
and you as an individual fulfill that you are the morty to their rick except that you actually don't give a fuck or they actually don't give a fuck about you you come to this conclusion and you decide that you don't want to be in a relationship like that so you leave the party when that person tries to text you and tell you that they're actually your friend for real, do you listen? Because, and this is what I'm, this is, this is kind of what it's like. Because if they really, if you're right about them, because it's undeniable that they interrupted you all night and it's undeniable that they ignored you at that moment and it's undeniable that they seem to be the leader of this this relationship. And you say that things of this, things like this have happened before. Where they've done things like this, right? If all of that is true, then them asking you to be their friend again still whatever. Wouldn't that also be a part of them sort of using you to fulfill their superiority complex because they ne they need you they need you to feel good about themselves so you have to ask yourself the question like okay either i'm overreacting and they actually just want to be my friend or they think i'm stupid they're just trying to get me to come back to them so that they can continue to undermine me and subordinate me. That's like what you're working with. This is the kind of thing that I would cut somebody off for. And my questions in the last, and so, I mean, and I'm sure that all of you, so, like this is something that could happen to me because you don't know this probably because of the way that I'm just speaking into this camera, but I, I'm uh, not like a, an extroverted socialite. Like I don't have a lot to say, you know, if I go to a party and somebody asks me a question, I can answer it and I can answer it in a pretty decent way. I can speak, but it's not that I'm just, like a great conversationalist, I just know how to get like a point across if I need to get it across. I don't have really much to talk about. I can't relate to most things that people say. I've had a really sheltered life. I haven't done all that much. So for me, I mean, like I, I just, I'm not, I don't know how else to, I don't know how else to put it. I'm not I'm not the guy who's going to be really fun at parties. Right? So this is the kind of thing that I would that I would cut somebody out for. And the truth is you you sort of have to ask yourself like okay, was that rash to cut this person out or are they actually like like can like you objectively know that they did this thing to you you know it like it isn't like well maybe they did it it's no no yeah they did this like this is my friend they did this to me why would my friend do this 
they're not my friend. That's the thinking. And so they're gone. And uh, I don't know. I guess you start to think like, I mean, I could have been wrong, but if I'm right, then going back into a relationship with this person is the exact thing I don't want. And that's how it happens, or at least that's how it happened to me. That's how I got to a point where I had social media and I didn't know anyone. Because I felt like a an, an outcast, like a social outlier. It's like everywhere you go, you're kind of the odd one out. And for that reason, it's hard for you to believe that your best friend is doing these things by accident. Because there are examples of people who are not your friends treating you differently, treating you in a way where it's like you're weird, you're strange or whatever. So it's like, okay, well, if my best friend is going to do A or B or C, and it would make sense for them to do those things to me if indeed these things that everyone else is is saying about me are true then how can i trust this person who is my friend i mean it's very long and convoluted and it sounds absolutely crazy partially because it is but um, that is just the kind of thing that like I had to think about like all the time sometimes all the time I had to be like like what is this relationship like what like, what is happening what am, like am I and so for that reason like I went through a very dark phase of my life where there was like a there was like a there was like a a long period where Basically, I just made the decision. I was like, well, fuck all of you. <laughs> that was basically the decision. And then you think like, well, how do you let people back in? You know, and if you let people back in and you see these things again, what do you do? And I guess the answer is to ask individuals about it. Be like, hey, you know, are you doing this because of A or B or C or whatever? But then there's the whole thing where it's like, well, they could just lie to you. And people do that. Like, if you ask somebody, like, hey, are you doing this because, like, you're, like, making fun of me? Or are you doing this because, like, you're subordinating me or whatever? Like, is that why you're doing this? They could just be like, no, no, man, no, that's totally not why I'm doing it. And then you could leave the room and then they could just make a joke about you to everyone else and laugh their asses off. So it's like, even that solution isn't really a solution in that if the entire idea is that you don't know if you can trust this person to have a conversation with them about the reason that you don't feel that you can trust them is sort of leaving yourself vulnerable because they can just manipulate you. 
So I don't know if you're kind of getting like a glimpse into the realm of my mind and the way I think about people and human beings. Unfortunately, I don't trust <laughs> anyone. No offense, guys, but I just don't trust you. So, I mean, um, I don't know, man, but I've concluded that like the way that I, I mean, I've opened myself up to a select few people who I do trust to a degree and my circle is very tight at the moment and it's going to stay tight, I believe, but, um, Yeah, I mean, I've concluded that uh, I pretty much don't have a choice but to, like, work these things out with people un unless I'm just, you know, unless I just plan to never, you know, speak to another human being again, right? I've got to, like, figure this out and settle it some way, but uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just bad with relationships and things like that. I just... Uh, and like I said, there's a part of this that's my fault, right? It's like there are so many friendships that I could have had, but just being an active individual and, and actually seeking, you know, to go and experience new people and different things and stuff like that, you know what I mean? There are a lot of people who I didn't hang out with, and it's like I don't even know why I didn't because I, I had a good time with them, and I just, you know, just didn't keep up with them. But it's too late now. You can't go back. That's the thing. You can't go back. So, so that's fucking that, man. You can't go back. And uh, I don't know if there's anybody watching this who's maybe fairly sheltered and doesn't really do anything. Look, if you, if you hang out with somebody, I don't know, at the workplace or at school or whatever, and they seem nice and you get along with them and you enjoy your time with them genuinely... Just find some time to hang out with them outside of all of that. And I'm talking like pretty consistently. Just hang out with them. Because there are a couple people who I'm like, I don't know why I didn't hang out with them. They were just good people. And there are other people who I hung out with and I'm like, the reason I hung out with this individual is just because they came after me. And you, you, you'll recognize that there are a lot of relationships you could have had that you didn't have if you don't do that. And you're not going to like it because sheltered people, I mean, I imagine are pretty in their head and you'll be thinking about it all the time or you'll think about it often enough that it bothers you. I don't think about it as much. I've managed to sort of curb the whole thing, but I had an experience last night that... Uh, Sort of brought all this bullshit back. So that is my advice to you, man. That is my advice to you. And uh, just call people out on their bullshit. If you think somebody's doing something to be mean to you, just, I don't know, I guess talk to them about it. Because it's the only option you have. You don't have another option. The only, the only other option is to cut everybody out. And I did that, honestly. It just sort of amounts to you being by yourself. And 
that kind of sucks. It's kind of lame. I mean, I'm fine. Don't, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like, you know, life is fucking horrible or anything like that. It's just, it would be better if I actually had relationships with people, right? Or it's true that nobody wants to be around you or talk to you, in which case you're fucked because you're just by yourself because nobody likes you. In which case, then. But you won't know it because most people probably won't tell you that. They'll just distance themselves from you. So at that point, then I don't know what you do. <laughs> that point, I don't know what you do. I guess you just do whatever you want until you die. <laughs> It's probably what you do. Anyways, man, that's it for my mouth does the talking. We really got into we really got into some depressing shit today. I won't deny this was not uh, the kind of podcast we usually do, but it does it does remind me of like the very beginning. It reminds me of the stuff that we did in the very beginning. We really just talked about life shit. And uh, if you like that, let me know in the comments. You know what I mean? Hit me up on my Instagram and my Twitter, the combat addict, at the combat addict. Uh, just let me know what you think. If you don't want to see my face, you can listen to all of this on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts. So search your other podcast carriers. I'm sure you can find it. But yeah, man. If you got a recommendation, like you want me to talk about something, you want me to do something, just just put it in the comments. You know, feel free to message me. I'm open to all kinds of things, and uh, I will I will work on getting that done for y'all. But I'm just gonna try to enjoy. Enjoy the rest of my day, rest of my weekend, and uh, yeah, man. <laughs>